Lady, the problem isn't in my pants. Bexman. I started, by the way. Sweet. Hell, no warning, huh? Well, the warning was the the whole two cold Scorpio. This was the warning. Was that the warning? Yeah, I could I could try to start again. I thought the warning was that song I'm in mean, made for Mariah Carey. I was about to say. I've been trying not to reference that the whole time we were saying it. It's a good ass song though. <laughs> Welcome to this issue of X Men. I'm Tony. I'm Justin. I'm Devin and what song? The warning. Warning shot? No, it's just the warning. Oh, Mariah Carey. For some reason I thought of uh uh what's that other chick? Um Madonna. For no I, there's nothing about the two of them I feel like. Is it the second time? Who somebody said Madonna earlier? It's because Mariah Carey is a prima donna. Ah. Maybe. Maybe it was like subconsciously the awesome. text there. But today we're gonna to be covering all new X-Men issues forty and forty one, which you may recognize as the end of all new X-Men. Because we're finally getting to the end of all new and uncanny for Bendis anyway. Yeah. All new continues later. Why you gotta yeah. say that so negative? So she could run. It's I, it's good, but it we've been covering it for about a year. And it's been delightful. Yeah. It's a good year. <laughs> yeah. It's a great year to reread these books. Yeah, it's a good year. And I'm tired. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I caught it. Thanks. Alright, so uh, I guess we'll just jump right into it. People, go to Utopia. Looks like crap. And it looks like crap, because the last thing to happen on Utopia was a war. And no one's gone around it since, and even these guys kind of talk about it. They're obviously obviously some scavenger types, and they're looking to steal... We're not even steal, right? Like, just recover, I guess. Um, any technology or weapons or whatever might have been left around by yeah. the X-Men and sell it on the black market. They're essentially the dudes who go into an abandoned building and tear out all the co- uh, copper wiring. Yeah, they're repurposing what was just being left there, wasted. Um, one of the guys brings up, like, hey, you think the Avengers or the X-Men came back for any of this stuff? Like, they, or S.H.I.E.L.D., like, they had to have cleared it out. I'm like, nah. No, they don't My guy says, wires. no one's been here. Yeah. yeah they, no, they don't strip copper wires. We're good. <laughs> yeah. They got some money. Uh, and after they get there, they hear some uh, crackling under some debris. It's actually a crickle. And then there's a boom. And then they're all basically knocked out, but like the, uh, or dead, right? You can't really tell. I assume knocked out by the later context, but they seem pretty dead. Uh, except for the Australian guy. And then there's silhouettes of mutants who are obviously there. They're like, this counts, right? Like, yeah. And who could cause a boom? Possibly two of them. Ah, but there's one of them, so you're jumping to conclusions. Only one boom. It's a jump to conclusions, man. <laughs> it's a cripple boom. Uh, so obviously it's the mutant cripple, cripple boom. Cripple boom. <laughs> cripple boom. Let's move on from that. <laughs> that's going to be the name of the generation after World War Three. I feel like that's a movie. <laughs> the cripple boomers. I feel like that's a name or a move Xavier has. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's what he calls his sex move. Is yeah. his that's sex move, the cripple boom. That's what he yells to the next room when he needs Gene to change his diaper. I made a cripple boom. <laughs> I was thinking, you know how uh, Pete Holmes had that line that you reference all the time. Uh, yeah, I could pop a wheelie, a cherry, and a boner all at the same time. Yeah. Like, cripple boom is like when you're in that wheelie and then you just drop it down. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> anyway, um, so this guy's like fucking mutants, and then one of the silhouettes is like, "All right, it totally counts." I would, I was like on the dude's side for like half a second, just because he was like, "Hey, man, you would have just told us to like not be here. We would have left. Like, no big deal." And then they're like, "Ah, but you're here." And he's like, "Then he's like, I'm a racist." Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And then uh, cut to the X-Men really digging grass because they just came from space. They're all in that grass. Yeah. Which I actually like this because it doesn't happen enough anymore. Like the interpersonal relationships and just chilling and talking because it lets you know like who who the characters are on the inside. Yeah. That's what I think Bendis really liked getting into. There were a lot of these moments with Bendis' run of, uh, you know, just talking between... The students, like you got a lot of that with the uncanny book, like yeah, because there was not a lot of characters too, but let you focus on characters. Yeah. So uh, they're uh, talking about how great it is to be back on Earth and not in space, and magic shows up with uh, food, all on her own, of her own volition. She ran to get food, and maybe this is where it starts, because she gives. Uh, each of them burgers or whatever and Scott's like this isn't what I asked for and she's like no it's better than what you asked for and maybe this is like because remember the pancakes incident <laughs> I was gonna say it's not a burger technically like no. technically it is a burger but to the buns pancakes and he finally got what he was asking for in the <laughs> weirdest way he got a McGriddle basically <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, she's like I know how much you like pancakes you're, this is better than what you asked for, trust me. Yeah. Uh, he calls her ma'am, and she's like, uh, you ever call me ma'am again? Tight clops? Or ba- baby tight clops? Uh, yeah. I'll do something bad. I don't remember what she Turn you doing. into a toad. Yeah, that. Can't she turn people into toads? Probably not. Yeah. She's not like magic witch magic. I would assume she can turn people in. She studied on her Doctor Strange. Yeah, she probably could, but the, they just never show, like... It's one of those things, like, she can cast spells, but almost never does. Yeah, she doesn't really, like, do witchcraft. Yeah. I mean, Loki can do it, so I figure it's a, it seems like it'd be a pretty regular spell. Yeah, but, I mean, for being a sorceress, she casts almost zero spells. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and also you see uh, Angel kind of flying at this point, too. And he, Someone he said doesn't hers. really, right. He doesn't really start talking uh, yet, but he you do see him flying on him. With the relation of this book, like what's happening? It looks like he's just circling them. He's like a buzzer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like he's waiting for them to die. <laughs> it's like, I know they're starving, and when they do, I'm going to pick a crack that's <laughs> Or even worse, like he's just waiting for the crumbs to fall. Yeah, he <laughs> <laughs> just starts smashing his face into the crumb. Because I thought he was going to land, and then he doesn't. He's just yeah. still in the air. <laughs> yeah, he's just swooping around. Uh, digging those fire wings. He's trying to show off to Laura. And they're all just ignoring him. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you ever f- see the, the Futurama? Uh, it's one of the Futurama movies where they get to this place that's supposed to be 
like heaven, but it's from an alternate dimension. Yeah. And they're like, oh, there's all these angels flying around. And he's like, no, they're just creatures that keep the bugs off me. And they look like humans with wings, but they land and they start pecking at the ground and all the bugs. <laughs> <and> shit. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, also, I thought like, actually it might be worse because aren't they in Canada? Yes. Isn't there usually snow around where they are? Yes. Yeah. What if they wanted to feel grass so bad? They're like, hey, flame wings. Melt it up. <laughs> Try this spot up. Like, they're actually just using them. It's like, you caused a lot of shit back there when you decided to go rogue. We want some grass. Um, yeah, so... I know a guy. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Magic mentions that she's gonna be their new uh, professor, basically, while Kitty's in space. Which I figure, like... There was never really a transition for that out of these books, right? Like, she's just in space. That was more of a Guardians thing. Uh, like, she... There was... Yeah. There was reference to her having a boyfriend in space. She was talking they to him would, as a hologram. It, I don't remember her coming on in Guardians. But uh, I. it also could have been the Star-Lord book. Okay. But or like, the Guardians team up. But they had like four Guardians books. At but that's time. what I mean. It, it came out of something like that. Like, because yeah. she, it, it never happened in the next book. She's just suddenly gone there during the Black Vortex stuff. And it's weird because it wasn't her whole thing, like, how she had to take care of the original X-Men and that how big of a responsibility that was and how she couldn't trust Scott to take care of them and she couldn't trust... Logan and uh, Storm to take care of them. And she was like oh, the only sane one left. And then she's just like, fuck you guys. I'm getting space there. Yeah, yeah. yeah Space Peter. <laughs> yeah. I thought she could trust Scott or Wolverine and Storm. But the thing is that the kids didn't want to be there. No, she got mad at them too. Oh, what was? Weren't they like downplaying her or something at one point? And that's what she was mad about? I'm sure that was happening. Or was that but during... she was sort of seeing their hypocrisy. She was I, saying, like, that they were being super anti-Scott for no real reason and stuff. And, you know, it was, I mean, it was I, a lot of things that sort of stacked. I think this would technically be after she, um, after Scott closed down the school, too, technically. That, that's happening right now, basically. Yeah, but wasn't Kitty... There were the Kitty... all-new books uh, where they went to the Ultimate Universe. Kitty wasn't involved in that. She was at the school for The Last Will and Testament. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming Kitty's there for Cyclops closing down the school. Uh, so then he closed down the school. All the students go to uh, the Jean Grey school. So Kitty fucks off and goes to space. But these students don't go to the Jean Grey school. They were in the Ultimate Universe. Yeah, and so they don't know that they they go to the other school then. Yeah. And but they technically and, transferred over. All and, their credits went <laughs> Well, actually, they're non-transferable, so they have to start all <laughs> over again. <laughs> they don't even have their previous credits from when they It turns out that the Xavier School that Scott built was a for-profit college that your credits don't transfer because they, like, cut corners everywhere. Yeah. They're, like, barely accredited. You know the original school's credits definitely didn't transfer over. It's like, no, all that jumping through rings and stuff, that doesn't transfer That's not over. a major. Yeah, no. <laughs> this you is real life here. You can't major in ring jumps. <laughs> Street smarts! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but anyway, um, Magic says that, like, because they asked, like, what's going on with the school, and she's like, yeah, I gotta go figure that out right now, 
Um, and Laura's like, you want us to go with you? And do you need us? And she's like, no, nah, if I need you guys, you'll, you'll play a part. But otherwise, enjoy your grass and your burgers. And she teleports away. And then uh, Bobby makes a comment, super overcompensating. Our, I, I, uh, what would he, fuck, what did he say? I Before salute I our new yeah. professor's salute. unbelievable hotness. Yes, it was salute. I was trying to figure out what the word he, he you used threw was. your arm up. I thought he was about to be pulling some Shakespeare. Why aren't thou so hot? <laughs> no, no, because he throws his arm up. He's like, I, yeah. <laughs> Why aren't thou so hot? <laughs> uh, anyway, he, uh, he does that and Jean's like, hey, Bobby, you want to come over here? And he's like, what's up? And she's like, why do you keep saying stuff like that? And he's like, stuff like what? He's like, you know, calling the professor hot. He's like, she is hot. And Jean's like, yeah, I, I know she's hot. I Trust know. me, she knows, she knows. <laughs> she's hot. Uh, why Why do you keep saying that? And he's like, what do you mean? She's like, why do you keep saying that? Like, I don't get you. She's like, dude, you're gay. And then he gets real upset. It's like, what? I'm not gay. She's like, you're thinking gay thoughts right now. It's like, because you said I'm gay. <laughs> You said I'm gay, so I'm thinking I'm gay, and I'm not gay. It's just like, dude, it's cool. You can be gay. It's it's twenty whatever this is. You, you can be gay. Of, you were thinking gay thoughts before I brought it up. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh no, I'm not. It's not gay. But we met my future self. He's not gay. He's like, yeah, I know. Fucking weird, right? But you're gay. You're totally gay. <laughs> he's like, what? But I'm not gay. And she's like, you're gay. And he's like, I don't get why everyone's so in love with you and she's like because you're gay <laughs> which also super not cool for gene to be doing any of this no <laughs> no she's trying to be like nice about it but also like he puts up an ice wall like he Pretty literally puts himself in a cl- like ice closet he closed his door <laughs> but he was like yeah my future self's not gay he dated kitty it's like yeah then she went to space yeah, basically. <laughs> it's like, yeah, every relationship he's had with women has been really bad. And then, it is it is weird, because later he confronts himself, and then his older self gives him this exact same reason, and it's like, dude, you predicted it yourself. Why'd you yell at yourself so badly? Because yeah. he, he says, like, maybe he was gay and a mutant and couldn't deal with two prejudices yeah. at once, and chose to hide the one that was easier to hide. And, but then later, like, I know he, like, he calls his older self out, like, hey, man, how come you never told me we were gay? <laughs> Which also, like, wouldn't you know? Well, you didn't tell him. Yeah. also, he's, he's trying to say, like, like, maybe I'm bi. Because, like, maybe he was thinking of penises, but he could also still like vagina. But her being like, <laughs> no, you're full gay. That was so <laughs> yeah, 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 she's like, yeah, they do say that, that, like, everyone's sort of bi but no you're more full gay (laughs) yeah that was the word she's like everybody's a little bit bi uh except you you're full gay (laughs) no he's like yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) like which is basically saying to him too like you're the gayest person ever (laughs) yeah and then you know he smashes snow in his face he apologizes they hug he calls (laughs) this is actually he's like uh because she says uh oh no he says I don't know what I want to do with all of this yet. And she's like, it's no one's businesses until you say it is. He's like, except for you, it seems. Nosy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great. Yeah. Calling her on her shit. But also she's like, yeah. And she calls him a dork. 
And uh, I do find it funny though that he's like, "Do you think angels get?" <laughs> like definitely not. It's like not. Not even by. Uh, <laughs> me personally, I was I liked the whole like we never hug, and she's like, "Cause you're so 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 cold," and like I just imagined her nipples got so hard in that hug that like it had to have been hurting him. He had to have been like, "Oh yeah, my bad." <laughs> Like, just digging into his own chest. He probably was grossed out. Not to cut ice, right? No. He, was, he was probably like, oh, yeah, you're right. No, he, I am cold. he told her that she was so cold. No, I thought it was her. No, she's, no. uh... No, it was her. Oh, uh, then they drew those bubbles weird. Yeah. It, it looks like you say because her head's on that side. Because yeah, I was like, because I, I read it as him saying it. And I was like, yeah, she is a cold, nosy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it was her. Uh, because she's holding herself trying to... Trying to warm back up her nipples. Like, the way she's got her arm. Afterward, and he's asking about Angel. She's like, nah, he's not gay. Uh, and then they laugh about tight clops. Yeah, which I didn't think was funny, but apparently they liked it, so... Which, during that whole thing I wanted to bring up, which was funny, because they, uh, it was talked about before with Magic bringing food to Cyclops and stuff. Yeah. And then she brought burgers, and they said something about it. She's like, no, it's a one-time thing. You save the universe, you get a burger. Yeah. Which... I mean, maybe that's why she never brought breakfast to Cyclops, because he's trying to save the universe, and he only asked for breakfast, but you only get burgers. That's it. Mm-hmm. And IHOP was an IHOP at that point. <laughs> I I just took it as, like, she set a precedent. In that moment, Scott now knows, oh, she brings bomb-ass food. Therefore, oh, <laughs> Scott knows she's, no, she's got the spots. See, at first I was thinking that she brought him a burger just as a fuck you to the older version of him. <laughs> she's like, I will not only not get you breakfast, I'll bring other, like, younger you the food, first of all, he didn't want. Second of all, food that's better than what he wanted. And third of all, dinner. It's like, and then all you get is the memory of that, and then you gotta figure out if it was yeah. that nice or mean. <laughs> I feel like it's Grubhub, like you order Grubhub from somewhere and they just bring you something completely different. Also, I, I think too that like, it, she got him a great burger, because when you have like a great burger, you have like an old memory of it being like the best burger. So all older Cyclops has is not only like the memory of a good burger, but an unrealistic taste that he'll never be able to get. The best yeah. burger you ever had. Yeah. Because <laughs> he'll try the burger and not as good she as he remembers She figured out a way it. to haunt him with a, con- with a kind gesture. <laughs> yeah. She, uh, well, uh fuck with the... Which explains why he's eating so much in the current comics. Because he's, <laughs> he's trying, trying to, to find, find the flavor. <laughs> he's trying to find the flavor. <laughs> he's going to have to go to Flavor Town. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, you're taking the wrong train, buddy. <laughs> taking that bus, you need to take the train. <laughs> he's going to Pound Town. <laughs> Everybody on <laughs> that train in Hickman runs going straight to Pound Town. <laughs> You're not fly- finding the flavor there. Yeah, uh, I think it was Iceman who said too to Magic, like, don't they freak out when you magically appear in a fast food line dressed like that? It's like, no, they normally give me everything for free when I magically appear in a fast food line dressed like this. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. Because they think of that Hardy's commercial where the girl just appears out of nowhere and starts washing the car. <laughs> they, like, think that's going to happen. So, like, just take the food. Yeah, whatever it takes. Also, she's got a big-ass sword. Yeah. Yeah, there is that. Maybe that's a big part of the whole dress like that thing. She shows up with a big ass sword. They're like, all right, yeah, you can. Just they don't even it. notice how she's dressed. They see the sword and they're like, just take the food. Um. So also while they're chilling, you know, laying in grass and talking and whatnot and bonding, uh, Maria Hill gets a report about uh, some stuff going on in Utopia. Yeah, I thought this was like funny too. Sightings. Yeah, where she's just like 
smacking her head against her like computer desk over and over because it's more fucking mutant stuff yeah because they say like oh we got a situation here like an energy signal and she's like please don't be mutants please don't be mutants please don't be mutants and like it's mutants she's like fuck yeah um also like back to the uh x-men angel and laura start to talk like he gets her to leave with them and then bendis explains why he keeps the powers better than Sam, what's his face? Humphreys. Humphreys. You know what? I don't like him so much that I think I'm just... My brain's just automatically deleting his name out of my head every time. Humphreys shouldn't be a hard name to remember, and I legitimately forget it every time I Watch us cover something in the future and forget about him, and we're like, this Sam Humphreys is dope. (laughs) I I find that so hard to believe. I thought he explained it the same way. No. Uh, in that, it was just like, oh, they're badass. I don't want to give up this power. Oh. In this, it makes it makes more sense. There's more depth to it. So, he, uh, he explains to Laura, like, look, when we came back to the present, everyone, while they were wrapped up in what Scott and Jean were doing, I went and did research on myself. I did not like what I saw. I met myself and freaked me the fuck out because I wasn't me. And then I learned about the apocalypse stuff and all that, like, basically alluding to, like, my life does not go well. And I decided that the first chance I get to change the trajectory of what it is, I'm taking it, and that's what this was. This was an opportunity to do something completely different. And it's awesome, basically. And flame like, wings. Yeah, it's so much better than bird wings. He's got his head in a I wonder if he has, <laughs> if his <laughs> hollow bones oh, right. are now filled with fire. <laughs> He's like Vulcan. There's a fire <laughs> within me. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then they kiss. He does, yeah. He says he loves her and stuff. Which I feel like is important because it not it's not important at all. You feel like it's important because it's not important at all? It's important to bring up because it's not important at all in the story. It's not, but like how many people have told Laura they love her? Which is why it should be more important than it is. Yeah. In the story. They downplayed it. Oh, okay, I get what you're saying. Yeah, alright. It's like worth bringing up because they kind of, I don't know, it should have been a bigger deal. I feel like it was a pretty big deal. That that whole conversation was pretty uh, page heavy. Like that was a few pages in this yeah. book. And they had the whole thing where they like banged a whole bunch and then they like connected emotionally. But does I love page, you just last back. a page? Well, I feel like the, their last relationship. <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Not I mean, you, with the right, it lasts with the three right, months. With the, with the right person, it does. But no, it, it does, like a lot of people say, "I love you" and don't mean it. So, uh, you know that, what you're supposed to do? <laughs> anyway, uh, a shield craft is heading to Utopia to check out the whole energy signature thing and like what the issues were there, and it gets blown up by a boom. Yeah. Oh, there's the second boom. Yep. Now what I was saying is justified. <laughs> Although I will, it, uh, there's a, a cub boom um, or fub boom after that, so it still only counts as two booms. And then it's revealed there's a boom boom. It's meltdown actually. <laughs> it's meltdown. <laughs> you know, I was surprised though. I when I was initially thought back to this, I thought they were more like D listers, and it's actually a bunch of B listers. Like, there's some actual heavy names here. Like, there's there's a couple, right? Like, Random and, uh, was it Mask? Mask. Or, is it just Mask? It's Mask. 
Uh, he's a uh, Morlock. I don't know who the hell random is, though. Uh, yeah, he's kind of just random. <laughs> he's a fucking he's asshole. He's a nobody. <laughs> he, he is, though. Like, he, you know, he pops up every once in a while, but he, you know, I, I, his arms turn into guns, kind of. Are you finger guns? <laughs> well, <it's, laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like the biggest name on that team is Boom Boom, and I'd still think she's at least C or D list. No, no, no. They, they all... Well, you're not a big uh, Karen Gillan guy. Yeah, but I mean, just her being prevalent in one run doesn't make her a huge character. She no, I'm not used. talking about her. I'm talking about, like, Karma. almost all these people. Karma, her, Elixir. Madison Jeffries, uh, Elixir. They're all really prominent during the whole West Coast story of the X-Men. From uh, <laughs> Does that kind of prove my point, though? No, no, because it spans. <laughs> It's not just one arc. That fucking years. Um, they're when they're in San Francisco, when they're in Utopia, when they're uh, going through AVX. Like these characters, uh, they have their own books that like their own short series during um, crossovers. Like they did a good job during this that time of making as many X Men relevant as possible. It was like during the time. Cyclops led the X-Men like definitively they did a really good job of fleshing out a lot of the X-Men characters and having them have these progressive arcs um, and then they even were making really tightly uh, tied in New Mutants books at the same time so Shan and uh, Boom Boom had prominent stuff to do there well actually more Shan than Boom Boom uh, Boom Boom I think is just having more going on for her right now because she's in the uh none of them are they're they're no glob, uh, glob herman so no not right now but <laughs> even glob glob didn't no, have I, a lot going well, on for him then no glob i would even right now i'd still consider glob uh like a c or d list character it kind of depends on if you're looking at just x-men or every everything yeah if you're looking at all x books as a whole right because boom boom would be on x factor Wait. two and, and like she she would be a main character on certain well, teams i consider havoc a b-list character in x-men yeah in, really you'd go b-list he's led teams he's, I, yeah, he's, I guess he's yeah led but most. the the a-list characters because uh, a-list is a-list a-list is the no, basically okay, the 90s right. team here's here's where i differ from you i think of like an like an S list, right? Uh, You're jumping too many letters, man. No, no, no. In most things, you've seen this, right? Like, there'd be, like, ranks, and then, like, an S rank would be higher than an A rank in yeah. a lot of things. In Devil May Cry. Yeah, but, you I mean... that and Naruto stuff, like, in a lot of things. It's clearly like, in the sense of, like, actors, though, because A list actor is, like, the top you can get for being an actor. S- well, no, I think S, S is, like, super, you know? Shitless. It's... it's Shitless. <laughs> no, I would. That's I would a bad say, thing. I mean, you don't want to be on that <laughs> shitless. No, I would say that like if you're thinking of like ranks or whatever, like uh, you'd have Cyclops and Jean and Wolverine. Those are all and, and Storm. Those are all S rank. They're all the top of the top X Men. And then A are all the ones who would like they're their mainstays who've led books who've had their own series. They're just not the same iconic level. But like the Nightcrawlers, Colossus, Havocs, leave a comment on our social media which way that we should rank uh, S or A being the top. I think S. I think A. I think your rankings all fucked. No, I think it follows the same (laughs) tiered of rankings, and then S is that one right above that. So I'm thinking. I'm not making this up. 
like you look at a rogue and rogue is yeah like a big more popular character than havoc but she's always still a side character mostly yeah in the books whereas havoc is leading teams and leading books and being the main character of his book basically so yeah and these ones i think of it as, as you ask the general people like who is this character like that's how it's like how well known you are just to people in general i think too it's like what's your era of x-men that you were really reading where the characters mattered because if someone started reading like two years ago they'd probably think glob herman was way more important than elixir all right now how about how important these people are to the x-men who just showed up they're not random nobodies like they say boom boom they know who these people are you know boom boom elixir these are like people who are close to them. exactly my point is that i was surprised to see so many like two laura and two um magic shan especially to magic yeah, right definitely. and and boom boom the mutants, yeah. uh madison jeffries and elixir they were all prominent parts of the x-men during that time when they were like there was a lot of camaraderie with the x-men as like a a large nation so that, that's all I'm saying is like I was surprised I I remembered this back as thinking like they were all Morlock types, like I was assuming it was gonna be like the weird chick with the dragon dragoness right like with the dragon wings and the mask thing and maybe Frenzy would be there and you know yeah some lore like I thought it would be like some real D E list characters, but I, I was just surprised to be like Madison Jeffries holy shit like that guy mattered he was in like every book almost banging all the robots. Yeah, banging all the... He was definitely fucking danger. You know he did some dirty stuff with Shan's leg. <laughs> he did! He did do dirty stuff with Shan's leg. Because he was like, trust me, that's a good leg. Uh, stanky leg. <laughs> <laughs> so this is uh, another time, though, that I've seen Boom Boom's powers, because recently read Next Wave, and she's using her powers not like a time bomb, like shooting them. And she just did it again, like blasted that ship. Like she's shooting the blast instead of throwing a bomb. Well, weird. Because I, I chalked it up to that writer didn't know about Boom Boom, but she's doing it here too. So well, the writer's Bendis, right? This one, yeah. But I'm talking yeah. about the next wave when she was actually like shooting the blast. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't right read here. next wave too. Because normally it's just she throws the bomb and yeah. it'll explode. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's because she's not drunk here. Yeah, it could be. Maybe when she's drunk. She gets whiskey balls. You know, that's probably not her, though. That's probably random. Does random throw? No, no, random shoots. He he turns his arm into guns, basically. Like, all those things were like barrels. Oh, yeah, his is lit up, too. Because when that boomed, it showed her hand like she's holding a bomb. Yeah, so I can see why you'd think it's her. And also because boom and then boom. But it could just be a random onomatopoeia. It might not be as deep as we're making it. Also, they might have just drew it like that because you can't really show a far thing of like it, it's so many more panels to show like a ball being formed and dropped and blow up not, and, it would be a singular explosion not a blast like you can see the whole trajectory hey, of it being a blast so is boom boom just like if kesha was jubilee no i don't get that kind of boom boom is no boom boom, boom is kind of like if like, kesha was jubilee because i don't think of boom boom as like the like a dr- like a drunken poppy. Were you not version. reading? No, I know she's Hickman's... drunken. I think of her as like almost like white trash. Is well, because I think of her like uh, X Men Evolution. I feel like almost you like don't realize you're describing 
Kesha. <laughs> no, but like, not like a. Or in fairness, early Kesha. I hear she's woke now or something. I don't know. Well, no, she, it was always like a gimmick she was doing. Oh, okay. Well, then her gimmick. She is like a Kesha Jubilee, but the powers aren't the same, though. You will better. She, she's honestly a better Jubilee. Jubilee has stupid firework powers. Boom Boom makes bombs. They're plasmoids. It's kind of weird. They're stupid. <laughs> I think uh, Jubilee's one of those people, too, where they, her powers, it's like when they want to, she can make them powerful, and then some other writer makes them a joke. Because mm. she was destroying that whole town in Age of X. I find it weird that nobody ever wants to try to seek help for Boom Boom, because clearly she has a lot of issues with alcohol. Yeah. That, like, they're just partying with her on I thought somebody said something about it. Yeah, prob- probably Armor. Because um, no one wanted her on their team. Because she was drunk. Yeah. I um, mean, they addressed Tony Stark a lot faster. She was just like, if you never get sober, you're never hungover. <laughs> well, that's also because it's a yeah. Hickman thing or whatever, because she's not normally drunk. It's like a new thing. I th- th- uh, thought she had in X-Force, like that X-Force series that you read and then I checked out after issue one. Did she like get there late because she was hungover or something? Yeah. Yeah, exactly that. Yeah, she she had that same sort of history. And then we thought that it was going to be like a, a dual storyline where you're going to see like what Boom Boom was doing as she was trying to get to the X-Force stuff and then that's not ex- at all what happened. So that like, sucked. I didn't read her previous X-Force stuff like when Cable ran it. So I don't know if she was drinking then, but like in uh, Fallen Angels, she wasn't drinking anything and in Next Wave, she wasn't drinking anything. Was she in Fallen Angels? The first series of Fallen Angels. Oh, okay. It's probably just something where they... They uh, writer includes it if they want to, and some just don't feel like dealing with it. Yeah. All right. So all new number forty one. The X Men are still laying in the grass, and uh, still. Yeah. They were like, "Hey, how long are we gonna do this?" And Cyclops is like, "As long as I fucking say so." <laughs> I've been space all goddamn year. I'll shoot you in the fucking face if you try to get me <laughs> off this grass. <laughs> Oddly enough, he's not even on, in the grass. He's like on a rock, just sitting there. Everyone else is laying in the grass. Ask again, we'll be here all week. I'll turn this car around. <laughs> I will nail you to the class. Or grass. <laughs> I'll nail you on the grass. Yeah. Ten inches. <laughs> and then, uh, so Gene and uh, Bobby are sort of subtly um, bonding now that they've shared that he's gay. And they have that secret between the two of them. And he's like, hey, so since you fucking... It, You're uh, a nosy bitch. Yeah, since you've... Uh, ignored my privacy. What's other people thinking? What's Scott thinking right now? And she's she's like, like, I want to do that. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, uh, he's thinking he really missed us. And uh, Beast all like, stop, stop talking about what people are thinking right now. <laughs> yeah. You shouldn't be he's doing like, that. Now he's thinking four inches, four inches, four inches. <laughs> well, he doesn't know yet. Unless he talked to his older self and his older self was just like, it's a lie. It's a lie. I feel like he asked. He's like, so, was it 10 inches? And instead of an answer, he just gets... <laughs> it's it's why he wanted to get rid of that power. He wanted to go back to his delusions. <laughs> the math doesn't add up. You can't measure from the butthole. <laughs> I mean, that, that's why he wanted to get rid of the vortex, right? So that he could be like... I'm, I'm not sad about what I was sad about. What was I sad about? Oh, no. Oh, that's definitely 10 inches, right? <laughs> like, like, he just wanted to get the truth out of his mind. 
He like hit dumber. He super glues one of those extenders onto the tip. Oh. Uh, anyway, so as they're chilling in the grass, a shadow looms over them, and it is a helicarrier. And it turns out uh, that it's Maria Hill. Like, magic right away shows up, which I thought was pretty badass. She was like, we're getting the fuck out of here. We don't trust seeing their kind anywhere near ours. She just showed up out of nowhere, too, which is dope. She's got, uh, she's doing a good job of protecting them. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, she's showing up out of the building. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but it's, they showed up in a giant fucking helicarrier. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm sure. Well, it's probably silent though. I was about to say I'm sure it made noise, but it's shield. So yeah. And then Maria Hill like jet boots down and he, she's got his, and she has her hand up and she's like, "Hey guys, don't shoot or attack me or anything. I come in peace by myself, unarmed." And they're like, "Bullshit! You came with a flying tank." Yeah. And she's like. That's beside the point. That's my only car. I always hate when they do that. <laughs> my they only they car. do that so much in comics where it's like, like uh, in New Avengers, Captain America like knocks on the Sentry's door and he's like, "Hey, bud, like just want to talk to you about some things. I know you got some powers." And then he like opens up the door and it's literally every Avenger and X Men there's ever been, just yeah. like on his front lawn. Like, they do that all the fight. time. Like, oh, we're not here to fight. Like, Captain America did it to Cyclops. We're just yeah, like, yeah, that's why he called them out then. Yeah. They're like, you came expecting a war. That's why you brought, brought a warship. Literally, yeah. he came expecting a war. <laughs> like, he got off so hard <laughs> on the idea of fighting mutants. He was like, oh, I get to bash so many mutants in their faces. <laughs> you think he, like, yells shield bash or Avengers assemble whenever he comes? I feel like he just squeezes his eyes tight and just goes, America's ass. America's <laughs> ass. Uh, you know, thinking it was own ass when he's coming? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's literally how that set up was that Captain America was staring at... He was staring at Captain America's ass. Which, man, they, uh, in the boys, they the, the way they do that with Homelander... All right, all right, don't tell me, don't <laughs> yeah. tell me anymore. Don't tell me anymore. Uh, anyway, so Hill asks the X-Men, like, look, so Hill. there's something... Yeah, Maria Hill. Not, not Hank. Not <laughs> 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 She asks the X-Men, like, hey, so there's a thing going on in Utopia. Mutants are involved. Do you want to handle it? I prefer you handle it, so I don't got to handle it, and we don't... I don't got to take this big old... T- flying tank over Utopia and and do some shit that everyone's gonna call racist and get our asses kicked. Can you just go and see who's kicking people's asses and get them to stop? Yeah. Kicking also weird asses. that she refers to the murder of her men as getting their asses kicked. Well, she doesn't know they were murdered. Yeah, and they weren't murdered. I mean, we find out they're not murdered. It was so. Murdered. This makes me want more, more of a magic leading a team, though. I'd yeah, be man. so down for that. Well, she is leading the New Mutants right now, right? But it's like her contemporaries, not... I mean, like, being a teacher, kind of. Oh, okay, yeah. I feel like I would prefer... Because we've kind of seen a little bit of magic leading a team. I want a magic solo book. Oh, yeah. Now, I do like her saying, though, that it, you know, it's Utopia, the thing that they gotta go and check out, and that Bobby's like, what's Utopia? Because it acknowledges that they don't really know what Utopia is. They, they don't know that there was a whole mutant... Homeland. Yeah, and they don't know about Krakoa either. Because they're gone. Well, so they know about Krakoa because they are themselves. Yeah, in like 30 years. 
four, yeah, but they kept five, the depending so on the timeline slides. <laughs> yeah, but they they know. They uh, Gene did the the loop around so they can keep their memories. However weird fucking thing that was, which is weird because it's like they were all like, we know Xavier's gonna be a jerk and steal these from us, so we gotta hide it from him. And it's like, isn't that fucked up? That Xavier well, would do that and steal the memories from them, like. Not to be the guy who defends Xavier, but he has to. I know, but what I'm saying is Xavier could take it upon himself to do exactly the same thing Gene did for them. He could be like... I mean, that's his thing, building up walls around I'm going to take these memories from you temporarily, and then they'll come back to you in the right time. And, you know, but, like, they didn't trust that he would even do that. They had to do it themselves. It's too much work for Xavier. I mean, he could technically do it. Well, he could. Too much work in the sense that, like, he just doesn't wanna. Yeah. Like, he wouldn't think <laughs> to. Um, yeah, so, they, uh, they end up going, like, Magic's like, alright, fine. We'll do this. And they go to Utopia. And it is all torn the fuck up. And, uh, they ask Magic, like, who did this? And she's like, well, depending on who you ask, some say Avengers, some say X-Men, but, you know. It was the Avengers. Welcome yeah. home. This is fucking <laughs> Utopia. And it was the Avengers. Uh, and, and the Phoenix. I'll, I'll blame the Phoenix. I blame Tony Stark. I blame Captain America. I blame Krom? <laughs> I blame Unus. <laughs> Um, anyway, uh... Are you talking about the Krom from fucking... Uh, oh, fuck, I can't even think of what it is. Conan? Yeah, I kept on wanting to say Beowulf. Yeah, no, no, Conan. Krom, because Conan blames Krom on it. Like, everything is Krom. Yeah. Uh, so the X-Men, they see the ruins of Utopia, and then... I don't know why they bothered having them silhouetted again. They keep... Like, it was cool the first, like, couple times, right? But they revealed who the X-Men on Utopia are. Why keep silhouetting them? I think it's for their perspective. Like, they don't know who they are. I think it's because it's faster and cheaper than drawing yeah. X-Men. I about that. I want to know why Mask is there. Like, uh, wouldn't he be with the other Morlocks? Wherever the hell they are? He got tired of living in sewers. He's like, hey, here, the <laughs> water's on the side of me, not... Under and all around me. <laughs> what if the artist did draw them out completely? And oh, and then the anchor <laughs> was like that dude who ruined Jack Kirby's shit. Yeah, the anchor was just like, "Fuck it, I'm just blacking these ones." Out. I would be so fucking mad. Yeah. Oh, if I took the time to draw all the lines and then someone else just like, nah, <laughs> he just has like a bottle of ink like <laughs> pouring it all over it. Where does uh, Boom Boom get the bubble gum? She always has bubble. Exactly. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, if they're on, like, a ruined island that's desolate. She keeps finding Do they change. have, like, stores of, like... I'd assume they gum? have stores. They'd have, like, stores and every store has bubblegum. So there's, like, ruins of bubblegum there. No, no. Well, and to I be mean, fair, we don't know if it's bubblegum. It could be I any meant, flavor of gum. I meant stores as in, like, the classic sense of the word of, like, storage. Like, storage, yeah. Well, I mean, they have... Not like they have, like, big lots on Utopia. Well, I mean, they probably have, like... Like a convenience store. They had a school. 
You think that there's got to be somewhere for kids to buy the fucking pop tarts? The vending class. machine that she keeps having to. She's got all the hubba bubba from the vending machine. <laughs> Can you imagine being the guy who like isn't a mutant? You just happen to run like the big lots or the Seven Eleven on Utopia, and then the Avengers destroyed your small business. <laughs> isn't that like <laughs> Madripoor? <laughs> what you're describing isn't that just Madripoor? Is it? Kind of. Yeah, it's like Madripoor, but you're. There's a, that dude selling ice cream. But you're a legitimate businessman, and yeah. Not a yeah, you're. Criminal. you're yeah, you're not money laundering for somebody. You're just you. You have a Seven Eleven. It's on Utopia. I mean, I don't think that ice cream truck driver was money laundering. There was just coke in ice that cream. ice cream. <laughs> there was coke in the ice cream. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, random gets real fucking aggro. While they're talking, he's like, look, you, we have a rule here, and anyone who is trespassing, I get to blow the fuck up, basically. Trespassing? 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 Trespassing. Trespassing, yeah. The dino DNA. <laughs> uh, anyway, he's like, I get to decide who doesn't stay here, and, like, it's this weird thing where, like, they clearly um, have, like, a voting s- structure, right? Of, like, they all have to agree on if someone's invading their space. Because it's a safe space for them. Um, and whether or not they get God, to God, safe space up. is a character now. Uh, I know. <laughs> um, oh, didn't that book tank? I don't know if it came out yet. Did it come out already? Because I was going to buy the first issue. I heard it. To have it, but I... I heard it tanked, but maybe I it didn't even come out. I see I like it. I, it might be tanking from pre-orders, because I don't know how many people are pre-ordering it. Uh, anyway... He gets real, like, in their face, like, you're gonna fucking, like, you're here on behalf of S.H.I.E.L.D. and they're, they hate us. And before there can even be a fight, Gene just makes them all go to sleep. And then suddenly Scott starts shooting his optic blast at Gene and he's like, someone knocked me out because I'm not doing this. I'm not controlling it. And of course Beast yeah. is like, gladly... He's just like, I know you have the tendencies. I'm surprised he didn't kick him in the dick. <laughs> he didn't want like, to. Oh, he I'm didn't want to feel it. And your no. jaw wasn't down there. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's got no shoes on, so he would have got a handful. Of his oh, he does like the foot <laughs> grabby yeah, thing. He, does. he gets a footful. <laughs> oh. Uh, anyway, so he get, beast knocks him out, and then it's uh, Laura who starts. Uh, attacking the X-Men and she starts attacking Bobby and Magic points out that it's Shan like Karma's doing it she can control people so then Jean goes into her mind and then they just start talking Um, and then obviously Laura stops and Bobby's like why the fuck were you doing that and she's like obviously I wasn't controlling myself get over it did we mention Magic making all of them sleep no it's Jean is it Gene? I thought Magic said. No, Gene. Oh, yeah, it is Gene. Gene put him to but yeah, so. Not magic, or not Karma. They were super confused at why they were attacking each other because they thought all of them were knocked out. Yeah. Um, Gene. Oh, yeah, then they're, they are fighting Boom Boom, too. That's going on. But Gene gets inside of uh, Shan's head, and Shan's like waking up to what Utopia used to look like. I know. Double Boom. Uh, and which I thought was cool because I thought like, oh, that, 
like that'd be cool that Gene and the other X Men could see what Utopia was before it was destroyed, but that's not really lingered on. And she just talks to uh, Karma like, "Hey, so what happened? What's going yeah. on?" Also, I got a little sad when Boom Boom started firing off because they drew her bombs like gold balls balls. And you thought it would be gold balls? I thought gold balls was showing up. Why would gold balls suddenly be like an angry mutant on Utopia? I don't care. I just want them to be <laughs> in stuff doing things and not making fucking eggs. So, <laughs> this writer's name is Egg, you know. Uh, Shut up. <laughs> he's not Egg. He's Egg. Anyway. He's gold balls. Gene, uh, she tells Shan, like, look, we don't want to fight. Just, what's going on? And Shan's like, look, they're just scared. We're all scared. Everything's happened. We don't feel like we have a home. Madison did crazy stuff with my leg. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's attached to me and he's keeping me hostage because he seduced the leg. <laughs> I keep trying to escape but my leg won't move. <laughs> Save me. I think he rubs it when I'm asleep. <laughs> like, your leg's asleep, but like with roofies and not <laughs> not numb. <laughs> anyway, uh, Jean asks for her to like just open her mind to her so she can see everything that happened. And she's like, okay, sure. And then they do the whole psychic splash page burst thing. That is cool, but like, man, do they do this all the goddamn time? In these books, I yeah. like it's this happen. This has to be like the fifth time in the all new X Men books that this yeah. happens. Um, and it's weird because like it hits the notes of like when she was a kid, when she joined the New Mutants, uh, apparently when she became super obese. I don't know when that happened. I don't know if that's her or what. I don't know what that's about. Uh, I think that's when she watched Gilbert Grape. <laughs> <laughs> when when she was controlled by uh Shadow King. Shadow King, yeah. Uh, her training with Emma, her teaching, and then apparently some other stuff that's like, I don't really recall. Obviously her with Random and these guys finding out that Xavier's dead um, and in the ruins of Utopia. But like, it's not actually showing her losing her leg, which you think would be a pretty big deal. Like usually they hit like the the, the main beats of she the got character. Over it. Uh, oh, okay. That makes sense. I mean, it's weird that that giant thing happens and she just gets over it, but I guess out of all the characters who relive their past traumas, it's not big. It was a flesh wound. It's not a big deal. <laughs> and then, so suddenly, all the uh, mutants stop fighting each other, and they're just talking. And then, it, like, flashes forward to the X Men back at Shield headquarters or that helicarrier, probably talking to Maria Hill. And they're like, "Yeah, they escaped, but you know, we found your guys, and they're fine, and so they're back, and we don't know where they went." And Maria's like, oh, really? He's like, yeah. We don't know where they went at all. And if you know what's good for you, you will fucking listen to us yeah. about that. Yeah, you'll leave it at that. Yeah, they also uh, said basically, like, well, why were you going after them? They were just chilling. Yeah. They do say something, too, like, which is pretty great. How they're like, we don't get it with the rest of you guys. With the Avengers, they can go wherever they want. And everyone seems to like it, but with mutants, it's always hate, fear, we gotta crush them, we gotta get them out of here. It's like, same, same, right? Like, it's the, it's the, we're the same thing. And yet, uh, it's treated so much worse. And like, if a person's treated like that so yeah. long... It's enough to make you a little paranoid. Yeah, right? 
And then they left, and like that was basically it. Yeah. And the one guy's like, they're lying about yeah. where the mutants are. And she's like, oh no, they weren't lying about the last part. Yeah, the last part, pretty, uh, pretty spot on. Which is basically all it was, is these mutants on Utopia, they they just have a trauma. They, they have, like, uh, PTSD. And they're expecting anyone who comes near them to be a hostile, in, like, force. Yeah. Which uh, didn't get explained, did it? Why the S.H.I.E.L.D. people were there in the first place? Yeah, it did. There was an energy signature. Yeah, um, yeah. They, yeah. They picked up when they attacked those scavenger dudes. For some reason, I was thinking they were there before those scavenger dudes. Yeah. Then flashed back to what really happened with them, and it's that the X-Men took, I guess, former X-Men, right? These mutants. They were all, at least except for Random and Mask, they were all X-Men. They take them to the new uh, Xavier School. They're like, hey, so yeah, this former mutant torture chamber uh, is now a renovated... Torture chamber. Torture chamber. Because <laughs> magic's our only teacher. Yeah. And if you've seen her teaching methods. Uh, and it's yours. You can have it. Uh, it's in the middle of nowhere. Super isolated. It's got a danger room if you want to mess around with that. Uh, have at it. Yeah. Be careful though because the remote for the danger room <laughs> looks like an iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> and there's no phones here. That's right. So That's if you see a phone, phone, it's the danger room. You know, I was just thinking that with Magic being the teacher, that sword is, like, broad enough that she can paddle kids with that sword. Yeah. I wonder yeah, what it's a broad Scott, sword. I wonder what Scott and Magic are talking about, though, because you they're, they're the ones who are obviously talking to each other the most in that panel, and there's no, like, word balloons coming out of either of them. For uh, what two? Uh, the last page. Uh, Cyclops and Magic. I'm not sharing my room. There's only got so many renovated rooms here. <laughs> Uh, yeah. But that's, that's basically it. Gene just sort of, uh, reminiscing on, like, isn't this crazy that this is what happens and what keeps happening and nothing really changes? And, like, trying to figure out, like, what are we going to do about this? I feel like Cyclops like, they keep calling me Tyclops now. <laughs> <laughs> it's all your fault. Yeah. What the fuck, man? I was thinking, though, You're like... You're encouraging bullying. I was, I was thinking, uh, because... It was interesting that they ended this on Gene, and it made me realize, like, oh, Bendis really wanted the all-new story to be Gene's thing. Well, she's a leader, or kind of. Yeah, yeah, but it makes sense, because I was thinking from a creative perspective, right, like, why would he want to draw, write two books primarily from the perspective of Cyclops? Yeah, it makes sense. So it makes sense that while, like, he, get, you know, he gets the Children of the Atom storyline out of the way, basically... And then is like, all right, now we can have Scott fuck off, and then someone else can write that solo book, and then, you know, all new doesn't because even when he's back on the team, almost nothing really happens with Cyclops. Yeah, the only issue is that his way of writing Jean Grey, he makes her such a bitch. Uh, yeah. Think back to all the things, all baby. the things, all the personal space she's violated and. Yeah, sure, but isn't that inherent with a psychic? Uh, isn't yeah. every psychic going to be invading personal space? Uh, not, not, not. Was. Doing it constantly. That's like she saying... She outed a man. That's like saying that, like, uh... Yeah, but to himself. She outed a, a gay guy to himself. She, she made him, like, acknowledge yeah, it. Yeah, but he didn't know. know it was okay. He did. He knew. <laughs> That's a, he gets aside when he's... Now he knows. <laughs> he was... She was like... 
yeah, they say most people are bi, but you're full gay. And he's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> so he knew. Um, she just, she made him stop, uh, overcompensating. So, I get that. Um. I think she was, like, she tried to play it off as, like, helping him to, like, come out. She was just tired of hearing that shit. Also, uh, they never acknowledge, I like that they have it in here, but they never acknowledge, uh, Laura's hair. Yeah, she got, like, a blue and yellow streak. Yeah. It's an Easter egg. Is it? Yeah, to X-Men Gold and... X Men Blue. No, it's not. In a couple years, it's, it's not. an Easter egg to egg. In a few years, <laughs> shut your mouth. <laughs> shut your mouth. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's in honor of Wolverine. She does it after he dies. He used to have his pubes, <laughs> but he never way. talks about it again. <laughs> no, it was just because his suit was blue and yellow, and so she. This is like as she's taking on the Wolverine persona. Basically, it's around that time. So I think she's still got like a whole series before she takes on. No, no, I know. I'm saying this is part of the progression to that. Before she gets the full-on Wolverine suit, she just yeah. dyes her hair. The, the next like series for all new X-Men, half of it, they're like, we don't care about the the original X-Men that the book was about. Oh, yeah. Well, it, Toad had a fire tongue, and that was cool. I guess. Wasn't he also like a drunk janitor? Or former janitor? Yeah. But, like, comparatively. Not like Toad is cool in that book. Oh. But for Toad, he's cool in that book. Because doesn't it go into, like, right after this is basically Secret War, and then it picks up the new all-new book with ID yeah. and, uh, where they, like, hyper-age ID, because isn't she, like, a little girl, and then she's, like, the same age as the rest of them? She's suddenly a teenager? I thought she was a teenager. No, I thought she was, like, little. Like, I thought she was, like... 12 or 13. Oh, yeah. yeah so because, that's literally the difference of a year. Yeah, but like barely a teenager. You well, know, Wolverine like, bought her a toy. Like a yeah, he bought her a stuffed like animal. I also, though, don't think that She was he, definitely the youngest of the, the lights with Hope. And I'm just saying it's weird because no one else is obviously aged and she obviously aged. She went from like 12 or 13 to like 17 with the rest of them. Well, they pick and choose who to age all Well, they're, they're yeah. 15. Are they? Yeah, they're 15, so mm. she just aged appropriate to them it's a couple of years. She seems so much younger. Yeah. I don't have a good really? segue to the Cyclops she was, thing. She was pretty dark <laughs> in that. And they're like, here's a doll. And she's like, the only dolls I've ever had are the corpses of my friends and family. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty dark. It's like, it's okay, I'm a monster, right? Yeah. <laughs> We're all monsters doomed for hell. I hide I, under your I've bed while you're sleeping and I think about tearing your skin off, you know? <laughs> I don't think she's ever gone that far. <laughs> uh, yeah, that girl back. Yeah. No, I don't have a good segue for the Cyclops thing. But I th think uh, Cyclops could be black. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what you're talking about. That, yeah, that's what I was talking Cyclops about. Thing. Well, I said I was going to say for this because it's going to be a shorter episode. We only had two uh, issues to cover. Yeah. But, like, yeah, we, I was just thinking back to the John Boyega thing, right? And, like, yeah, I could, like, there are some characters. In comics that when they want to just suddenly make them a different ethnicity or race, it's like a hard shift. And you're like, are you just doing that to pander? Normally it doesn't matter. Okay, we're still going? Yeah. <laughs> All right. I thought um, you were going to pause it real quick. I, it makes much more sense to me when somebody has an actor in mind. Because I, I, I don't... Normally I don't see too much of a point of saying like, 
this character who is white has to be uh, made a different race. But if you have the idea, like, this is a white character, and I think this actor who's a different race should play them, like, I totally get that. Yeah, no, no. I'm What I'm saying is there are sometimes characters that they just want to do that to do that. Like, yeah. They, like, people who want to just make Bruce Wayne black. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, he comes he's from an money. old... Exactly. Definitely slave money. Definitely slave money. Which you'd think is a big reason why, like, his father would have been a philanthropist the way he was. Kind of trying to clean the slate from his family and trying to, like, instill... Like, he passively instills that same thing into Bruce and Bruce becomes a crime fighter. Ironically, beating up the minorities that he just... <laughs> Mostly the mentally ill. Because <laughs> most of his villains are white. But like too. how you brought up too, uh, like it's a, kind of an integral part of Danny Rand to be white. Like uh, people who say Danny Rand should be Asian, and it's like, Makes no, sense. no, no. The whole point is yeah, like the, he's the a white guy. The point is he doesn't belong in Kunlun. Yeah, he has to seem like an outsider in every way. Because also he's and bad also, at it. He, he abandoned. He's old money as well. Yeah. It's like there needs to be a level of guilt there for them. And then there are other characters who just happen to be white because they're white. Like, I don't like the analogy of characters all that much. Um, of, like, Xavier is Martin Luther King and uh, Magneto is Malcolm X. Yeah. Like, I get well, the... But, like, it seems lazy to me because, like, it was obviously clearly, it's not someone who reads comics because... It was clearly something that, like, Stan Lee didn't have that idea when he made the X-Men. Yeah. But as he was going, uh, it started to take that shape... And then in Stan Lee's head, he was like, yeah, it was always supposed to be that. And it works reverse, right? T'Challa can never be a white dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, no. Like, there's, there's, no! There's no way you make T'Challa a white guy. No. So, but like I was thinking about it. Was like, Same with Storm. <laughs> exactly. And so there's no, in, in all of his backstory, there's no reason for uh, Cyclops to be white. He just happens to be white. But like, if you go down like a list of things like it makes sense like like i could totally see him suddenly be john boyega right and like it works because you know he's he's a guy who like if you draw that comparison right which i don't think it is a good one because i think that if anyone's the malcolm x of uh mutants it would be cyclops it wouldn't be magneto yeah, because Magneto was way too violent. He actually was killing way people. Way too yeah. into genocide, and yeah, which old or new Magneto though? Old, old. Because that's not when the comparison started. It was after uh, what's his name took over. I feel like it was in the nineties. I feel like a Claremont. Well, the, the... Well, yeah, when Claremont took took over, but Magneto was actually good around that time. Then he like switched back. Yeah, he led the okay. Well, nineties he was full like evil lair. I'm gonna destroy everybody. He was the leader for the New Mutants, like so. He was, and that was when Xavier was dead, quote yeah. unquote, again. The around once they entered into like the Claremont era, they like started switching back and forth with him, and then he started going full supervillain with like uh, the '90s run when they did Asteroid M, and then uh, he would kind of switch back and. You know what? Fine, make it those two poles still. Cyclops is Tupac. <laughs> Cyclops is Tupac. If if uh, if Martin Luther King is Xavier, which I'm sorry, Martin Luther King, <laughs> that's some terrible company to keeping. And uh, if Malcolm X is Magneto, then Cyclops is Tupac. Cyclops is a guy who uh, I thought you were gonna say that 
Charles Xavier was Biggie Smalls. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because it's Tupac. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Charles Xavier is Takashi. <laughs> <laughs> no, but think, like, if you look at Tupac's progression, right, as, like, he's, he's an artist who ends up having to embrace the fact that he's looked at as a thug, right? And it's like, the, his perspective is like, fine, call me a thug, I'll be a thug, and I'll be better than you, and now a thug's better than you. That's kind of the revolutionary Cyclops side, right? That, that's kind of like, he, he does all the things Xavier says to do, until he gets to the breaking point, and then finally goes, then fine, fuck it, I'm a mutant. Mutant and proud, I'm an X-Man. If you come after mine, I'm coming at you. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> the mutant and proud thing from yes sure but like i think it's made even dumber obviously it has to happen jennifer lawrence doing it but as as her mystique because that mystique is garbage yeah that's yeah. garbage and but i mean didn't that show up in a comic somewhere mutant, mutant and proud i'm sure havoc probably said like it's it's, it's no, low hanging fruit don't say the m-word <laughs> yeah yeah m-word and proud yeah if anything but, like, between the two of them, like, Cyclops would totally get, like, mutant tatted on his chest before fucking Havoc. Well, I think now Kitty's the one who... He literally put the X on his face. Yeah. Which, did you see Kitty's new tattoo? Uh, I, I haven't read the book That's yet. I'm a few tattoo, behind from that. Yeah, I'm a few huh? behind. I just saw yeah. the cover. Well, because she had the hold fast tattoo on her knuckles, and when she was rebirthed, she didn't have a tattoo anymore, so she got Kill Shaw tattooed on her knuckles. Yeah. Well, spoiler alert. It's on the cover. I didn't know she was rebirthed. How yeah. far are you? I'm after she died, but I didn't see her come back yet. No, I'm like so you thought Kitty cried dead forever? No, I just didn't know if she was dead or not. Yeah, she it's not like they show her dead, dead. They show her body. Dead. Yeah, they show her in a casket. I didn't see her in a casket. Well, then you're really far behind. I think I'm on nine. They're on like 13 right now. Yeah. And then, anyway, there's subtext things, right? There, there's this whole power set. That's more analogous to the black experience than the white people, right? Like, he's, he's got a power that he's got to repress. He's looked at as... Yeah, yeah, you know how black people only see yellow? <laughs> <laughs> like, their whole thing is black and yellow. <laughs> black nickels are eyes yellow and they open it. It's the whole song, right? Jesus That's Christ. what the song was about? <laughs> yeah. Black and yellow. <laughs> so stupid. No, but like, how uh, the, the fucking... The stereotype of the angry black person, right? And yeah, the second you speak up for yourself, you're just... Yeah, and to have to, like, repress anger in the in, in a way, his power is the same way. To have to always keep a tight lid on how his powers... Because, like, he can't let that just go. Also, just bi- biologically, if you went with how his powers used to work, by, like, absorbing sun... Oh, right, like a black person, obviously... It just works better. Yeah. Black skin absorbs sunlight That's why better. Superman be, like, fucking a thousand times stronger if he's a black dude. DC just can't handle that sort of racial diversity, man. <laughs> they can make them Russian. <laughs> um, yeah, there's that. And then, there, honestly, there is, like, the... the Not necessarily negative stereotype... Well, one of those negative stereotypes. He didn't know his dad growing up. But, like... And I didn't either! <laughs> yeah, you're dead. I said racial, not racist. <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, he... Fucking mad white bitches. He what? Fucking mad white bitches. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so so many reasons. I can see it. I can see it too. Yeah, and obviously he's packing, right? Because Beast is... is, <laughs> is, 
Can I go back 30 episodes when Devin told me I talked about Cyclops' dick too much? <laughs> and then, uh, well, I just said that we talk about Beast's dick too much, but yeah, uh, Beast is hella insecure, man. It's because those uh, the showers by the danger room, he caught a peek. Yeah. He didn't even need to look. He was just staring at him first. The, the shadow on the wall was horrendous. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, Locked I came around, sun. right? It was, it was like, I was it's initially... Like big, <laughs> picture of Pikachu! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway. So, yeah, we have social media. Facebook, Instagram, uh, a third one, Twitter. <laughs> the one I use. The one you use? Yeah. You know what's funny? I just deleted my Facebook. Like, I didn't delete the account, just the app off my phone. It was like, yeah, Justin, I waste too much time just clicking on it. Yeah. Justin's the only one who runs our Facebook now. Well, I was talking about my personal one. Yeah. But yeah. Well, could he, he, I don't even think you use your own Facebook. No. We're all pretty over Facebook. Twitter I'm also time. very over Twitter, but I have to use it because yeah, yeah. it's our main social media for this. Speaking of, go to it. <laughs> yeah, it's at Mexmen Podcast. Say something nice so I don't have to look at depressing shit all day. Yeah. Tell us how you think John Boyega or another black person could be Cyclops. Yeah. Or, or anyone. Who's your fan cast? <laughs> Send us your fan cast. T-shirts. Do the t-shirts. Oh, all right. We're done with social media. Yeah, yeah. T-shirts. Buy T-shirts. <laughs> It can be a long sleeve. It doesn't have to be a t-shirt. Buy our shit on TeePublic. We have F-shirts where the arms are on the same side. Search Mexman on TeePublic and we are like the 70th <laughs> thing that pops up, but we're there. Go to the show notes where I put the link for our TeePublic and our social media down there. Along with the uh, the link for the outro music yeah. that yeah. you might hear playing now or maybe not. I don't know. I can't know that. <laughs> also, <laughs> I read the future. Also, I just <laughs> want to clarify too because like... Uh, I don't mean that like there's so many other things called Mexman on T Public. They'll just give you all this other shit first, and then they're like, "Oh wait, by the way, there is the the page the thing that you actually uh, that you actually search for." So Tony had this awesome idea. So get a T-shirt, put your legs through it, have your balls hang out the head spot. <laughs> yeah, then you have almost pants. You want to air them out, you know? It's a hot day. Or buy a sticker, slap it on your pants. Slap it over your dick. <laughs> slap it on the head of your dick. Technically closed. <laughs> Put it over your nipples. As long as the nipple's not showing, ladies, you're fine. <laughs> or men. Yeah, no men, your nipples can show. Buy the stickers and make pasties out of them. You just slap them right there. Exactly. It's a good look. Yeah. So <laughs> that's for today. <laughs>